Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming and on today's episode we're going to take a closer look at what we think is going to happen at this year's E3. So that's what I think is going to happen, what I want to happen, and what I need to happen. Also guys, the contest is coming to an end. On today's episode, we are going to announce the winner of the Borderlands 3 copy and what system they're going to get it on and who that winner is. But as always guys, there's all that and more. So if you want to hang out, grab yourself a beer and let's talk games. Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We are on episode 9 and this is the gift that just keeps on giving. All year I, round. All year round, baby. My name is Craig Prowse and joining me as always is Andrew Montemay. Yo, 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 and yo. Ooh. So Andrew keeps bringing great ideas to the table because I'm just a casual beer drinker. But Andrew has today suggested that we drink um, rum and pineapple juice. And I gotta say, my compliments to the chef. Well, if we're drinking before 11 a.m., then. Yeah, we're finding ourselves doing beer. these morning ones on Saturday for the last two weeks. So a nice morning uh, drink. Them refreshing. Yeah, it's very refreshing. So, Andrew, uh, this week's episode, we're talking about E3 uh, predictions, what we think is going to happen, what might happen, what we want to happen. Um, All right, kind of the lull before the storm. So news is a little bit slow and everything. So why not get this yeah, out there? Yeah, E3 around the corner, and uh, we're kind of getting our projections on it a little early. So Before any spoilers get out there. So these are all just based off of... There's no rumors, there's no big leaks or anything right. like that, so these are all just based off of random guesses. And so we're going to do our <laughs> top five of what we think is going to happen. I don't know what he's saying, he doesn't know what I'm saying, so maybe something might clash, who knows. Andrew, I'm going to let you lead it off, start us what you think is or might or will happen at E3 this year. So my number one is going to be that they are going to announce on stage... And the, I, I have a couple of safe ones, but I've got a couple of big ones in here and some that are out there. That's what we're This one's for. a little safer one, but that they're going to merge Xbox Live and Game Pass. Because I feel like that would be a good way for them to get more people to subscribe, especially They've if you're getting that bang for the dollar. No, it's not. It's not merged. Yeah, it is. You can now get Xbox Live and Game Pass for a combined price. If you buy... Uh, yeah, if you buy it specifically, I think that the... But the price is higher. I think that they'll just tack it on. Oh, as so can keep it at what? How much a month then? What like right now, the Xbox Live monthly, I think it's like ten dollars a month. Like just so as, keep that. 10 so bucks? regardless of what package you have, even if you pay for three, it, it is one thing, and they'll the price will not be higher. I like that, especially with how bad the Xbox Sad's doing. Like that would be perfect. Ten bucks a month, I get game for an all digital thing. You get Xbox Live and you get the Game Pass. That'd be good. Right. I'd, I'd appreciate that. Um, what is the, what is your likelihood on that happening? Oh, I, I don't know. Probably not very likely. Cause I mean, they're, that's just leaving money on the table, but I mean, they've been doing a lot of stuff to kind of cater goodwill and especially to, if anything, just to pump those numbers up, who wouldn't want to sign up for Xbox live knowing I just have this big backlog of Built games now it, that yeah. just aren't the games with gold Yeah, and maybe even do away with games with gold because now you'll have the game pass. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be very very interesting. I, I, I can see that being a likelihood, actually, now that you say it. Uh, 10 bucks on an all-digital console, or just in general, would definitely get me, get my ass in the seat. So. Yeah, and then when they're cranking out these new uh, whatever consoles, uh, buy this digital console, it comes with three months of Xbox Live, which is also three months of Game Pass now, too, yeah. at no cost to you, the consumer. Especially if you're looking at down the line where rumor is that like Xbox isn't going to be doing hardware anymore, and if it's just software and packages like that, 
Dude, everybody would grab something like that. Yeah, it's something. It is something. Um, so let's move into mine. Mine is is gonna be a game based, and it's pretty much projected. This is what I, I think a guarantee is that they're gonna do the next Assassin's Creed, and the next Assassin's Creed is gonna be the Viking storyline, right? So it's a safe bet, right? It's kind of been speculated and rumored, but um, the way Assassin's Creed's been working is that they keep changing their landscape, right? It went from those old school stealth kind of killers to now these open world sandboxes. And surprisingly, they've moved from a formula that went from every couple years an Assassin's Creed came out to now they're dropping annual titles. And it's just crazy how good their annual titles are getting, right? If I could edit your bet, I will... Uh-oh. That is the prediction that's going to be called Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. Ooh, you think they'll go that way? Yeah, I don't know what other... I, I, I don't know what other name they would choose for a Viking thing, but now that they've had the Syndicate, Odyssey, whatever, that that would be the subtitle for it. So you're in agreement that you think they'll pop that up on E3? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else they could do. They've kind of strayed away from, like, Japan or, like, you know, like, Eastern, Eastern stuff, and they already said that they're not really interested in doing like a more modern like world war ii or something like that yeah and especially after they do um like assassin's creed odyssey when they start kind of introducing those uh mythological kind of creatures and stuff like that i mean you go to the viking the norse world it's riddled with fucking all kinds of badass things that you could go fight as dlc or just yeah part no, of the campaign, i can definitely so. see it that'd be pretty cool and again that's the safe bet that's the one i think is is most likely going to happen because we've already kind of heard whispers and rumors so andrew let's move into your next one uh, my next, my next one. So mine are a little bit out of order because I messed up. So my next one, <laughs> this silly. one, this one's a far-reaching one out there, is that there will be an announcement of a low-key Nintendo exclusive game on Xbox, though. Ooh. And okay. when I say low-key, I mean it's not gonna be like Smash Brothers or Mario. Right, Kart. No big first-party game. No, it. I think it would be something like Metroid. Metroid is something that doesn't sell gangbusters it's a big name everyone knows who samus is but historically it's not a game that sells as well as mario or legend of zelda or anything like that I like that and so that would be a game that if they put that on xbox and nintendo it's not like it's gonna over what they're not losing anything crazy right. the mario kart audience isn't leaving for whatever and that's not something if anything i think that would help boost their sales versus them actually losing sales yeah, I think we're kind of moving in the same direction because my uh, next one is kind of Nintendo, but next two, and I think we're moving in that direction where we're going to see a lot more Xbox Nintendo integration where we're going to see some well, cool since they things. Put, and I'm basing this all with the fact that they put Cuphead on there, but Cuphead's also on PC. I mean, I, like, so that that's a very, very far reach. I, I think it's very unlikely, but I thought it'd be, you know, especially with a name like Metroid that hasn't done anything that's in a, a good while. Title, that's a good title to pick as, as something that, exa like, exactly what you're saying. It's not something that Nintendo is necessarily losing in terms of, like, a Mario or Donkey Kong, but it's a good title to put on Xbox to, like, Oh, I'll rephrase, too, more specifically into my prediction, that it would not be, like, a 3D Metroid, like, Metroid Prime or something. It'd be, like, a, a 2D side scroller, oh, okay. like, like, Super Metroid like, or Fusion okay. or something like that. I like that. I like that. So my uh, next one... It's going to be that, and again, I don't know how likely it is, is that I think when Pokemon Sword and Shield come out, they're going to have a, I don't want to call it cross-play, but it's going to be able to communicate with the Nintendo 3DS. Now, I don't think this will happen because I think as of right now, the 3DS is almost done with. I don't know if there's going to be too many more um, hits for it. Hits yeah. that, that, you know, that's drawing people in. But at this point, since Pokemon will be a handheld game on a system... I don't see any reason why it shouldn't or couldn't 
link with the 3DS in terms of trades, in terms of battling. Didn't they do that with Smash Brothers? Like, did they? Did, I, I thought I thought you could if you have like a Wii U or Switch or something like that. You play someone who was oh, on see, a... perfect. So yeah, maybe yeah. See, maybe this isn't even a prediction. Maybe this is literally something that's planned and doable. Um, I just think that they're gonna announce that because Pokemon comes out. I think the end of the year, like fall. So E3 is a perfect time to go. Hey guys, you know, here play it on your 3DS, play it on the Switch, and there you go for your next Pokemon. Um, likelihood, I say 50 50. I'm wholeheartedly convinced okay. that this is the year, finally, the year that finally. we get. Uh oh, you give me a hint? Another Conquer's Bad for a Day. Okay. Uh, um, okay, I mean, go why, on. Why, why not? Because they don't have any other big names. It's something that they bought, it's something that people love. They already t- they got me good that one year when they had, what was that one game where you, uh, where you build stuff or whatever. Minecraft? No, uh, it, it was kind of like Minecraft. Pro- oh, Project and you could Spark. Play, oh, you, yeah, Spark, yeah, yeah. And you could play as him. Yeah, yeah and they, that got, awesome. they got me good that year yeah. because he came out the chainsaw and cut up the sign. I was like, yes, this is it. Finally, we're getting a new Conquer. Project Spark. I like, Yeah, I could see a Conquer's coming out. Why not? I mean, why not? I, I'm not sure what studio makes Conquer, but uh, I could see it well, coming out. It, it was Rare. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. and they, they got it with Rare, but they Rare hasn't done anything with it. As far as I know, I don't think they're doing anything now. I'm sure they have another smaller team that could do something outside of Sea of Thieves. Right, yeah, fuck. You know, Sea of Thieves has already launched. I'm sure they have just, like, a smaller team working on, like, DLC and expanding that in patches and stuff like that. Can't be a whole fucking, you know, team taking that up. So What would you why put... Why not? How big of a game would you think it would be and what price point? I mean, are we looking at a $60 full Conquer game or kind of like a Ratchet & Clank uh, kind I, of reboot? I could see it as being like a full blown game, but being probably like that good like forty dollar price point for yeah. whatever reason. That, that's a good price. You know, Something maybe like that. that's where they'll start experimenting with like, hey, you know, this game's good. It's out there. Maybe as long as they because re- the original ones, it's not crazy long, but it, it's you know, it's a decent amount of time to play into it or whatever. Yeah. And so you know, put it out there at forty bucks or something like that. You know, why not? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds uh, sounds very doable, very plausible. Um, my next one is, and I'm. And again, I, I think it's a safe bet, but it may not be because they've said that they won't. Is I think Bethesda is going to give us a clear insight on Elder Scrolls Six. Like they kind of teased on it, right? We had this kind of the splash screen with their thing on it, and I know they weren't going to talk about it until what's their new game? Star Starfield, Starfield, or whatever it's called. I think after the Fallout, the Fallout, yeah, Fallout, the Fallout with Fallout, Fallout seventy six, yeah, they, they have need to. to they yeah. need to do damage control. They need to get popular opinion back on their side, and the gift that fucking is Elder Scrolls would be an excellent way to do that. It would get me back on their good gracious. And I'm not even a Fallout fan, and I was disappointed with how bad I hear 76 I'll give you a bonus prediction that Fallout 76 will not be on that stage for Bethesda. (sighs) Yeah, they're going to probably steer clear of that thing. Unless some big patch or something that they're coming out with fixes everything that's wrong with that game. I don't think anything Um, say that. I think Elder Scrolls 6, in terms of, I don't want to say gameplay or a trailer, but maybe a clearer window on when we can expect it and, and not be in the next five, six, seven, eight years. Where do you think it'll take place? In terms of the timeline in, in uh like 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 between like Oblivion and, and Skyrim. Don't they always change like continents though? So like wasn't oh, like okay. one one for the Nords, one was the Imperials, and then 
what was Morrowind? Who was that? Was that Dark Elves? Or... Yeah, it was the Dark Elf continent. So, yeah, don't they move from or... like race to races continents? I would like the, um, is it the Argonians? Are they the lizard folk? Have yeah. we not seen anything with those guys? I would like to do I think you go world. to like the Black Marsh in Oblivion, but you don't really go there. Yeah, you I go, you go there's a Dark it. Brotherhood yeah. to kill the other one, I think. Like, no, not a DLC thing, like an actual store that's focused, or at least focused more on their lore and their background. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be pretty cool. Somewhere that's not snowy, because I got a little over the snow. That I, snow I, was it, everywhere. Yeah. Making tracks, baby. Yeah, it kind of just didn't click with me, but... So what are you moving into, Andrew? Uh, my next one... So, I predict that this is going to be the first time we'll see Final Fantasy VII. Obviously, it's going to be at Square Enix's, but I think there's going to be a tease and some gameplay on the Xbox stage, which there hasn't been anything Xbox. They haven't talked to Xbox. They haven't done anything Xbox. It's all always like PlayStation, PlayStation Today to play, right. whatever. Since they're not doing anything, I think they're going to tease it on the Xbox stage and it's going to end with, you know, watch Square Enix tomorrow at 6 p.m., whatever the time slot is. I like that. I would love that. I mean, but I, I think would it's love also to see going Final Fantasy on Xbox. To lead into an Avengers reveal for that Ooh, Avengers game, which oh, will be excellent. debut on the Xbox stage. Nice. Okay, so a nice double whammy there. Yeah, I think that they'll get those two from Square. And I like I, that. I know. would actually love that if that happened because, I mean, what's more to love than Final Fantasy and Avengers? Well, all with right? all the other Final Fantasies coming to Xbox, it'd be weird that, all right, well, Final Fantasy VII, arguably the game that's going to sell millions alone, just on name alone, whether the game was good, bad, dog shit, is going to sell millions on a name alone. Yeah. Let's not put it on the other console that's got, a, you know, it's not as many as PlayStation, but it's still, you know, 30 million, 40, it's, 50, yeah, 60 million. Yeah, more million dollars in sales. So. Exactly. All right, I like it. Um, I'm moving into my second to last one, and we've kind of talked about this in an episode a couple back, but uh, I think this will be the E3 where Nintendo is going to show that either the Game Pass is coming to the Switch or they're okay. going to enable achievements on the Switch because that's the only thing that's la that I find myself... Because I'm a metagamer. I mean, we, me, Andrew, my brother, um, CN, we all like to compete and see our achievement points and see who's ranking Zach Escalara. We like to see who's top, and the reason I don't find myself going to the Switch is outside of beating a new Zelda or a Mario, I have, nothing, I have nothing to, to show for yeah. it. I mean, even my PlayStation, you get trophies, so I think Nintendo will finally go, you know what, if we're going to adopt Xbox Live and, and Microsoft um, inner workings, why, there's no reason why they can't have a, uh, a trophy or a gamer score system. I think that's either going to happen or the Game Pass in its entirety is going to come to the Switch, and you're, maybe not in its total catalog, because I don't see... Um, uh, Halo or anything like that coming to the Switch, but maybe like a percentage of its category that looks doable on the Switch will be announced. I could see Halo coming to the Switch, maybe like the Master Chief Collection or something like that. Campaign, or... but you think online? I don't, I don't see the online. No, not, being not there. online. Yeah. The campaign. So the campaign would be there, but yeah, I don't see any of the online functions uh, working as well as like an Xbox would be. But I think that's what Nintendo. That's the big thing I think Nintendo's going to do this year. I think that'd be a pretty cool one. Yeah. So my final one is okay, yeah. We'll say well, it's a definitely safe, but then I puts more parameters on a little bit that we will see a new we'll see the new gears this year of Ooh. course plus the new halo in depth in it but the new halo will not launch until the new console comes out it will be a launch title with that console i'm sure it's gonna be backwards compatible but it is not going to launch before gotcha. the next console so there won't comes be an out. xbox one version and a scarlet version it's gonna launch on that Playable on the Xbox One? Yeah, it'll be playable on both, but let's say the console doesn't come out till November, the game will not come out gotcha. until that same time. I don't think that they are going to launch it, and then, alright, well now the console's out, 
buy the game and or put the whatever whatever. I think we'll launch at the same time. I think that'd be a, a very healthy move for to launch the system. I mean, who doesn't love Halo? I mean, even haters on Halo like Halo. So um, yeah, I think that'd be a strong move for them to do. It would make sense. Why not? Why not launch Xbox with a powerful, strong title game that most people know, most people like, right? Because I felt like there was. I don't. I can't really remember now when Xbox One launched, but I don't think there's anything like crazy, crazy good except for Battlefield Four. But it what did Rise was Son a of Rome? Of that it wasn't Rise a launch game for the Xbox One? Yeah, but I mean, it, it, <laughs> a game you could beat in like four hours. Like, oh, cool. I mean, yeah, I liked it, but yeah, I liked it, it, too. it wasn't like anything like crazy. Like Halo should have launched with. Yeah, you get a game like Halo on the new system, you and you play online. You got a game that already has replay value. A game that you're not trading in day one after you beat it. You're you got a game that's going to be online and right. projectively going to be lasting. At, you know the life time of the system yeah you know just something you're gonna keep playing you know put dozens of hours in yeah there. I, I like that that sounds fun um my last one and is gonna be a little biased because obviously i'm a bioshock fan but i think bioshock is gonna make an appearance in this Ooh, next e3 a because, brand new one a brand new one because i'm looking at it the last bioshock came out in 2013 like six years ago and the last game or the remaster? Bioshock Infinite, not the, not the remaster collection. Bioshock Infinite came out in 2013, and it, I was looking it up. It's got great reviews. It's a 96, 93 on Metacritic. People love them. I All three really of them are, are well-received, and number two is usually the weakest, and to me, that's still a great game. So out of this trilogy, your weakest game is still, in my opinion, great. What's holding it back? And my only my only thing could be they're, just, they're working on it, and it's coming, and... I don't know. Everyone that I talk to that plays Bioshock says that it's one of the best games they've ever played. So why not make one more? And I think this will be the E3 where everybody. Because I'm not a fan of. You never played it. I play. I beat one. You didn't beat shit. I'll show you the achievements. We'll oh up after God! This. Fuck off. And you don't like it. What's not to like? You didn't like powers. You didn't oh, like I don't guns. Remember it. Was he like doesn't remember ago. it. <laughs> I don't remember it being interesting enough to go back. Oh, to. Oh no, man! It's one of the best games. I'll put it as top five best games of all time. And I think an infinite. Is awesome too. So, greatest games of all time. Of all time. So I think this will be the year that um, E3 will show a new Bioshock, whether it's a release date, a teaser, a trailer, something. So that's my fifth and final prediction. I thought that was pretty good. I thought there were some that were kind of out there pretty... I, is that oh we we done with yours? Yeah yeah no well that I did my five. Oh, oh okay yeah, we're done with that. You, yeah. let, let's do an honorable mention because my one thing that I I wanted to say but I don't I can't put any context around it is i think xbox is gonna um they're saying that it's gonna be the best e3 that they've ever had so i think we're gonna see gangbuster amounts of first party because they bought all those first party systems i think we're gonna see a lot of exclusive titles that are gonna come out for xbox and again that's not really predictable most people are gonna assume that i think we're gonna see a lot of games that are just for xbox and they're gonna move that system that Uh, next one if i did an honorable mention then my next one would be that we're going to see another Alien game Ooh. this year, a sequel to Alien Isolation, because the, la- the last one was amazing. I thought it was great. I think a lot of people's biggest complaints was it went on a little too long, which it did for, you know, a horror game, but, you know, it, it was what it was. It was a great story. I loved it. The atmosphere was a beautiful game. You could still go pick it up and play it now, and it's better looking than half the games that are out there, and this game came out, you know, however long ago. Plus, Alien mm. just did, like, their, I think it was, like, the... 25th or 20th anniversary or yep. something like that and so they did all kinds of like little short movies and whatever oh yeah you tell me to watch those those are all yeah. on YouTube can people find those on YouTube yeah yeah you can find them on YouTube they're all like really cool they're all like 10 minutes from like different you know filmers and stuff like that oh, so that cool. that was really cool and then um they put out some like stupid like alien mobile game or something like that not uh. too long ago which was trash that no one wants to talk about but either way it's just signs showing like hey you know the 
obviously the IP is there, you know, let's right. do something with yeah, it. Yeah, Alien still means something to most people, so. All right. I like right. that. Well, that's our E3 prediction, guys. Um, what do you guys think is going to happen at E3, right? Okay? Because that's really, it's a guessing game at this point. Obviously, people have stronger opinions than others, but um, I think E3 is going to be really good. This It sucks that Sony's not going to be there. But, you know, they'll be there in other ways. We're going to see titles, you know, that, from other they always games. have, like, PSX and stuff like that exactly. at the end of the year, too. We're doing so. our top five. There's going to be a hundred things to talk about. So I'm actually looking forward to the episode after E3 where we can just go over the, you know, all the content and all the goodness that they give us. So, right, right. That'll um, be good. But let's move into the contest, guys. The contest is over for everybody that's been watching it, guys. We thank you so much for it. Um, I know we're small now. Hopefully it gets bigger and it's because of you guys in this contest, leaving her comments, leaving likes, that we're able to do fun stuff like this. So the contest, guys, what we did from episode three <coughs> to episode eight, which was our last episode, we took one comment out of each of those uh, videos in, in a random generator. Yeah, so we just had, used like a random a, generator. Yeah, Andrew found a generator. We had nothing to do with picking it. So what I'm going to do is I'll name who's in, the, who's in it. We have all the names in a piece of paper. Andrew has a hat. We're going to pull it. We'll show you who won it. So... The possible winners are uh, Robert K, uh, Konies, K-O-Y-N-S. Konis. Konis. I should probably know how to pronounce that. He's got an entry. Sean Love actually got two entries. Denny Sixberry got an entry. Arturo Gardea got an entry. And Melissa Meza got an entry. So we've got all those guys on a piece of paper. Andrew, will you please do us the drawing? I'll shake it up. Do you want to draw it? You want me to? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, here we close, go. Close your eyes. Come on. Point me in the right direction. Let me scramble around a little bit, make sure. Alright, I got one. I got one. Wait, is that just one? Yeah. yeah okay. It looks like it. So the winner of Borderlands 3 is Robbie K. Oh dang. Robbie K, baby. That's you. I don't know if you guys can even see it. I'll zoom in. Uh no, too <laughs> too too bright. But right. I'll I'll we'll post a picture of it. So you won Borderlands 3. Congratulations. We'll send sir. you a message, uh, get your info and uh, we'll get something out to you. Yep, as soon, soon as, as that game comes, comes around. out. And I'm sorry I butchered your name. I don't think I know how to pronounce it. So Yeah. Either way, we'll be doing more contests too. So, I mean, feel free. We'll probably announce something after E3 then once there's more games worth actually doing something for. Yeah, the so. contest was cool. We like doing it. Um, we liked, I like that it runs in you know a month or two. And, yeah, as soon as E3 comes out, we'll see what the next big game is. And uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll or another one. If you guys have any recommendations, feel free to throw them in the comments. So that is... Actually, no, we're going to jump into a question. question. Yeah, I got, yeah, because you had your question the other day. So, yeah, week. last week I asked Andrew a question. This week Andrew's asking me a question, and it's something we're going to try to uh, put in every episode. For, so you let's guys, hear it. for you guys, too, because I'm a little bit different because I've only played two of them. Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have a, the games or the other mediums. You can only have one. And by other mediums, I mean the movies, Detective Pikachu, the cartoon. The cards. Anything. So the cards. So you only get the games or you only get the other mediums. I personally have only played the two games to where I have, I as much as I love them, I would, if I only could choose, I would choose the other medium. The movies, the cartoons, Detective Pikachu. Hmm. Things of that nature. It's Obviously, so, one wouldn't exist without the other, but we're not right, right. arguing we're, that. We're, we're going to take it for what it is at face value. Um, it's weird because I love the card game. I played it physically. I played it online. I love the cartoons. But there is just something about those games, man, that just... They are good. That, uh, I, I have to pick the games. The games were just so good. Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue 
literally defined my childhood walking to school linked up on a cable with either Gino or my buddy uh, Lee, rest in peace. We used to walk and just linked up in it. And I, I got to say the games because what it did is it, it put a new spin on RPGs, my favorite genre. On well, that's a, what they call it. It's like baby's first RPG. Yeah, and it's, like it's just awesome. It, um, it would suck to lose the cartoons and the... And the cards, but, I mean, right now, I don't watch the cartoons anymore. I don't play the card game anymore. I'm looking forward to Sword and Shield. Like, I'm still looking forward to the game, so... Yeah, but you still go... You just went and saw Detective Pikachu the other day. You're still gonna go see the movies yeah. or whatever. I'd, I'd take the games, man. i take the game Because then... So the games are then you, my... got, you got Pokemon Snap that was awesome on the N64. Um, there was another uh, Game Boy yeah, game so that I don't think a lot of people only play. only has one entry. Oh, wait. No, man. Hell, Mary. E3's coming out. And they're doing Pokemon oh, Snap yeah, 2 yeah, right. on the Switch. And it's, yeah, and, hey, it's going to be big. Right. Indoor plumbing. It's going to be big. Uh, I would take the games. What about, What do you think? Yeah, I do. As much as I play the games, I went home to watch the cartoon, followed by you. I ran home to watch the cartoons, oh, man. Dude, I smash them. I still go back and smash them when they're on Netflix. But those games are just, I mean, fuck. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I like when I know, hey, what team were you? I was Pokemon Blue, or even Fire Red, or just I don't know. I like the yeah, the, but they make you cry like the first movie. That first movie, I don't think. I don't know. The, I don't know. I'll pick the I'll pick the games. Andrew's picking all of the medium. What do you guys pick? What's the What's the answer to that riddle? Um, games, cartoons, cards, uh, shirt. Because I, I don't even choose merchandise, right? Because that's still toys and all that other stuff. Well, that's well, that's why I said one medium. Yeah. Versus I, another. I, I, still, I still gotta pick the games. I think so. On to riff. On to riff. Um, I think we kind of had the same riff. Not yeah, too this much is something today. that kind of popped up, and uh, I don't want to make it too big of a of a story because it, we're still kind of figuring out what's going on. But the Call of Duty series is in turmoil. Andrew, do you want to kind of dive more into it? Yeah, the new one. Uh, generally, they always go from like uh, what their their in house, you know, sledgehammer, raven. Yeah, they have a three year dev cycle. Yeah, their dev cycles that they have. And, and I guess the new one, they just had to have someone else jump in, take it over, because it's not good. So now it's out of sync with who should be developing right. it. Right, so Sledgehammer should have been doing it. Right. They fell out. They're asking... Um, is Infin- it Tra- I thought it was, are they asking Treyarch or Infinity Ward? That was Infinity Ward. Okay, so they're asking one in. to bump up, and it's just... It's just chaos right now, because now everyone's going, well, what does this mean? Does that mean we're not getting three companies making our Call of Duties anymore now that Sledgehammer... Because Sledgehammer is still on the project. They're just not fully developing it. They're, they're going to be a supporting team. Right, and now so, the, the leak is is that it's Modern Warfare, and... Oh, yeah, because then it's called Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare. They're calling and, it a soft reboot. And then it's a soft reboot, whatever that means. So I don't know if that means they're rebooting the story, or... Because Call of Duty 4 was Modern Warfare. Right. And then, so I don't know if they want to bring back some of those characters, which I'd feel weird if they did. Because, I mean, I, I liked the arc of the original, you know, Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. You know, the yeah, story, good shit. you I know, like soap all, yeah. and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, I, would, I would be okay with the continuation of the story from where it is, but I wouldn't want to not replay that story, but play those characters in a different capacity just because they killed them off and now they want to bring them back. I don't know. It seems weird, but... I mean, the main reason we're not talking about it is because they said that their uh, the reveal is going to be on May 30th, so that's here in like four days. Yeah, it's around the corner, and I feel like there's going to be more to talk about when we know more. As of right now, it's just people it's people freaking out going, no Call of Duty is what's going to happen. And we've been kind of seeing the writing on the wall where Call of Duty, once upon a time, was the number one selling game franchise like 2010, 2011. But we live in this world where, where 
free-to-play games like Fortnite are, and PUBG are just dominating that market. And Call of Duty's kind of made that attempt with going, what was the last one they do? Is it Blackout? Black Ops 4. But Black yeah, Ops Black 4 Out. where it, you know, they totally, they dropped the campaign and they kind of went to this whole um, Battle Royale style and... I, I mean, I, I still play it. I mean, it's that game still sells gangbusters, but it's nowhere near the hype that it used to be where you used to see huge Call of Duty events. People lined... I remember I went and stood in line for... Ghost? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> yeah. No, for Modern... I have a ghost patch from standing in line. For Modern Warfare 2, I went out there and stood in line and uh, with my brother and, like, a- Ando was actually out in line. And it was, like, raining outside, too, in the line... It was a huge line. You guys won't know how far it is, but the line was literally <laughs> from the GameStop past the Panda Express. Uh, okay, I like, got you. I got you. And in our town, that's not that big. Right. In a that, small like, town, yeah, that that's line, a big line. Yeah, that, that was a huge line. <laughs> nice. And we were close towards the front, so I still had to wait like 40 minutes before even getting in to get my copy. What do you think is... Okay, let's assume that Sledgehammer is completely out of the picture and Call of Duty isn't stopping right because some of the rumors are call of duty is going to be done after the next one or two let's assume it doesn't do you think they'll just stay in, in a two-year dev cycle between infinity ward and activision do you think a new team will will jump on i think what they should do is just make a call of duty game and then just keep adding on to it maps and whatever and not uh, i think they have it in like i think it's like call of duty online or something like mm-hmm. that they can play on like pc or something where it's just like all the best maps from all the best places and different guns and whatever. Like, you know, just how, how like Rainbow Six Siege, you know, just keep adding more and more and more and more to it. At this point, I think maybe it's Call of Duty Fatigue, that we don't need a new one every year. Because That's now they're recycling them. some, you know, a lot of the stuff is just a sequel from two years ago, a sequel from three years ago that it just doesn't really matter. I don't feel that the story's really been there. I thought the Kevin Spacey one was cool. I but, love that one. That was awesome. I mean, it wasn't anywhere near like Black Ops 1 or 2 or any of the Modern Warfares. Well, the only thing I, I see an issue with that that output is you, you pick one Call of Duty game and you keep adding on to it. Well, it, since there's three teams, which which version do you pick? Are you picking the you know the, the futuristic one? Are you picturing the World um, War II one? Are you, I, are you yeah. keeping the contemporary one? The new one is rumored to be you know the Cold War. Maybe yeah, they could at that point you're, you're gonna lose. I think what people like is you get these different iterations of Call of Duty, and if I you do that, you lose that. Uh, I think they like split it the way they do, like Halo Master Chief Collection. Like you could choose, do I want to play Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo Four? Oh, there you go, whatever, yeah. like that. So you know, you choose the game style you're looking for between one game that houses actually all it, of them. it wouldn't even really have to be between three because I, I mean, uh yeah, I guess so. Like, do you want jetpacks running? Do you want specialists, or do you just want boots on the ground? And then just choose whatever whatever your gameplay style is going to be. Yeah, so you kind of go into it. You get to pick which option you want to go with, and and then you, once you click it, there's all your games for it. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, game modes, maps, whatever. I mean, it'll split who you're playing with, but I think more people would buy it. Yeah, it's just a weird thing that. Uh, and then just the put studios, that and just keep that game out for three years or something. At a time until and, you and then it. when you and then you're when you're ready to jump back in and be like, all right, here's our next big game. Yeah, it's odd that. Out of all the studios, Activision is having this issue with a franchise that that is so huge that we're it's just fatigue. Yeah, we're now we're raising eyebrows, going, "Is Call of Duty even going to be a franchise in five years?" You know, it's I don't yeah. know, it's odd because Call of Duty was kind of what moved me from Halo in high school to Call of Duty afterwards, and and especially when you look at like Modern Warfare Four, that game was or NW Two, that game was awesome, and Call of yeah. Duty is is just one of those things where it's like I would hate to see it leave, but these annual titles. Can't be, can't be a 
you know, helping out the fans that want to play it. You know, you invest all this money into a game, and then it's it's like a football game. The next year, the next one's out. It's like, okay, well, what am I going to keep investing time into this one? Right. When the next one's coming out. Well, that's what they want, though, is for you to buy whatever. Well, the next yeah, they is. want them all the money in the world, but, but eventually, I mean, at some point, when the games are just not that great anymore, you just feel spurned, you know? Yeah, and it sucks. Um, well, that anything else to riff on? I got nothing else. Nah, uh, highs and lows. Highs and lows. Uh, you want to start? You want me to start? Uh, I'll, I'll go high. I have been playing uh, Final Fantasy IX, and Attaboy. Attaboy. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm having such a blast with it, especially with like the little boosters and stuff like that. I'm just cruising through it. Uh, it's it's great. I'm further than I. I it's the one I, I beat seven, eight, ten, twelve, 12 but I haven't ever beaten nine. Nice. So I it's it's really cool just to kind of go through. Take it off the list. Yeah. Nice. Uh, same with me. I, I I'm still playing Final Fantasy seven. Um. My high, even though it sucked to do, was I got the achievement for taking Barrett on the... It's like the bromance or something, when you take him on the date in the Golden Saucer. Yeah. There's so many little things you have to do to do that. Um, as a first-time player, you, you wouldn't know that, right? You wouldn't know that you have to go back and talk to this person, not talk to this person. Right. But it's still a, um, a diamond achievement. So there's like 3.96 players have it, and I popped it, and I was like... That's pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. And then, you want to move into a low? Uh, you, I'll get... Let you give me your the low first. is... Still in Final Fantasy VII because it's the only game I've been playing over the last week. Is um, Aerith, you get an achievement for getting everyone's final limit break, and hers was just pretty. Without the um, the cheats on, it's a grindy thing. You have to like kill 80, 80 characters or eighty enemies with her, and then you unlock her limit break, and then you have to use that x amount of times, and then you have to kill another eighty. And her limit break doesn't do any damage, so you actually have to physically either hit them. Or use magic to kill them. So it's 160 enemies playing it, and I thought that was a little grindy. I was like literally, you know, sitting there just doing that back and forth and getting battles. And I thought it's just time consuming. I wish it was a little easier, especially with a character um, that I don't like playing with. So not 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 a crazy low, but just it was a grindy, and nobody likes to grind. Oh yeah, no, I, I feel you. Final Fantasy Nine has some grindy stuff, or like one of them. I, I guess my low two would be um, from Nine. Is especially after I had played eights, I never really got into nine. Like I thought the card game was gonna be like eights and be like badass. Like Triple Triad was really cool. This one's called Tetra Master, and it's just not as good. Like I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. Like how I'm supposed to, because there's no numbers on the monsters. That sh- it only shows you a direction for what it can attack, but the numbers are random, and sometimes it's not even the same. So what I find myself doing is challenging somebody to a fight, and if I lose, I I cheat i just quit save scum it <laughs> or a lot just of times the I water find, boys a cheetah i find myself a lot of times like drawing with people and so then at this point i'm memorizing all right well what monster does more attack than this based off of the you know previous patterns and then sometimes the pattern's not even the fucking same and so i'm just like i'm just guesstimating how much each thing is and fighting some people like three or four times is this required to move on in the story or is this all side no stuff? it's a side step okay. it, like i wanted to try and do it because there's one for an achievement for winning 100 games oh god but even just doing 10 i was like 30? all right <laughs> no it was a struggle just to do 10 i was like all right well this is fucking stupid i'm done with this now. how long do they normally take not very long because you're just putting cards on the fucking thing. So like, and just a couple hundred battles. Just again. a couple, a couple minutes. But if you lose, they take your cards. Oh, okay. Thus the quitting out and then yeah, it. yeah, exactly. And so like I, so it's like playing ja- uh, marbles and stuff. They're taking their pods. So I kind of got like a good start because like I grinded out one area with the buffer, uh, the or the boosters. And so I was fighting these dragons that you shouldn't be able to kill. The one generally they'll kill one of your teammates. But you can always kill them because it takes two hits to kill them. 
And uh, sometimes when they die, they'll give you a card. And I ended up getting two of them. And they're pretty stacked. So I've been using those kind of as, like, my beef house to get through it. <laughs> but either way, it's just like, I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Unless I have, like, a whole team of these dragons. But I don't think I can go back to where I'm from right now. So I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, this was a very uh, quick episode, Andrew. Anything else to talk about? Anything else that you want to bring oh, up? Did you mention you're going to be gone next week? Okay, yeah, so let's wrap this up, guys. The This will be the last episode um, for the month. Before E3. Before E3, because next week uh, we I'm going out of town. I'll be gone for four or five days, so we're not going to record anything. Uh, we might put up a video that's not so much an episode 10, but kind of like a filler, so we may do that, post it maybe like on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, other than that, guys, we'll be back in June. Wait, yeah, May, June. And uh, yeah. we'll start that next episode. Uh, Andrew and I will both be here. It'll be ready to go. But, um, yeah, well, that's pretty much about it, guys. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at Last Call Productions. If you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at Last Call, P-R-O-D-Z, Last Call Prods. If you guys want to send us a question or a comment or tell Andrew how cool he is, send that at lastcallproductions at gmail.com. So that is it for this episode, guys. E3 predictions are out. Contest winners are done. And there's always more to come. So until next time, guys, my name's Craig Prowlis from Andrew Montemayor. Cheers. What my date would have been like with Tifa or fucking... I tell her to come back over. She said she was. Tell me more, tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yo, are you coming back over? Yeah. Come over. Tell her don't be a hater. Greg said don't be a hater. Come and see him. What? Greg said don't be a hater. Come and see him. Not a hater. Dude, you're drinking that haterade. You're on speaker. Oh, my fucking God. No, talk to me. Lido Deep Dish. That's the funniest name I've ever heard. Talk to me, talk to me, baby. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Did you get your nap in? Mrs. Mrs. Drink 30 drinks before she comes to our show? You better not freeze me, girl. Don't give me the cold shoulder. Andrew. What? Aren't you leaving at 1 o'clock? It's only 11.40. Yeah, that's what I said. Come over, you could have a drink or two, and then we could all go to lunch together. Help us kill this fucking pineapple and rum. Come over. I'll be okay to I'll be okay to drive because I have this water. You can drink a little bit. We can all go to lunch, have a nice lunch, and then come back here, maybe hang out. For hey, a we'll bit have a nice home. lunch for once. All right, cool. See you in ten minutes. Alright, yeah, the, then, then minutes. Oh, yeah, okay, so I, I thought it was a story to tell you now. Send funny. snaps with constant updates.